On this episode, we have Games We Saw, Drink Some Blue Blood, Why I Hate, Why I Love, The Bottom 25, and Last Thoughts. Ian, hit me. Give me the green light, give me just one night, I'm ready to go right now, I'm ready to go right now. Welcome, everybody, to the Green Light Podcast. We're back. It's POC. Lee and, Harvey. And Lee Harves. We're back. Uh, today, we're going to run through some new segments. We're going to go over all the games we saw this week. We're going to drink some blue blood. You can put two and two together and figure out what that means. New segment we're going to go over is why I love and why I hate. Both of us are going to argue uh, one topic a week and pick a side. Uh, and we're not going to talk about the top 25 because it's boring. And it's repetitive, and everyone knows who's in it. So we're going to talk about the bottom 25, the worst 25 teams in the country every single week. You don't want to be a part of this. No one wants to be in the bottom 25. No, it's but we're going to get to the point where teams are going to start dogging their schedules. They're like, I need to, to be, be in that bottom 25. It's like, hey, we're, we don't really, we're not going to reach up top. I don't think Let's you're wrong. Let's hop in that bottom 25. Maybe get some love. I don't think you're wrong. Um, and then we'll have some last thoughts for you. Who we're going to see this week? Uh, a lot of st- still preseason tournaments coming this a lot week. Of them. Um, so we're excited. So, first things first. Who I we'll go through it together. But first game I saw was Monday um, at Providence. It was definitely weird to be in the stands. First time I ever saw a game in the stands there. Very weird. The Dunkin'. Um, right? Yep, the Dunkin' Donuts Center. Providence versus Minnesota. It was a really good game. Um, I like both teams. Providence was is going to be. No one knows this yet. Breaking, uh, breaking news. Emmett Holt will not play this season. Oh, no one knows that. that. Yeah, so sources sucks. from the source. sucks sucks for Providence, but oh, they looked they looked really really good. Um, I like Cartwright. You know he's he's their starting guard, their point guard. He's I like him because he pushes the ball. He's good in transition. Mm-hmm. He takes some tough shots. Like yep. he he's one of those guards who enjoys taking. Like he'll pass the open one. Yep. and then wait for you to close out and take it. It's, yep. It's weird, but I like Providence. Minnesota was too much for him. Um, Jordan Murphy is up. unreal, man. He got to the point where it was just nonstop, nonstop. Like they had no answer. They had absolutely no answer. Zero answer for him. He was too quick for their big guys. He was too big for their you know small forward guards. They had zero answer. Um, you know, eventually they went a little zone. They started to press a little yep. bit. Tried to tried to. Is that a, is Cooley played much zone? He he'll he'll play. He'll it. mix it up. He'll mix it up. He doesn't care. Um, he doesn't want to, yeah. but he'll play it. Um, but shout out to Minnesota. Went into the dunk. It was basically sold out. Um, really good environment. Isaiah Washington is an absolute bucket. He's like, he's jelly fam. Yes, he he's an absolute bucket, and he has like such a one track mind. Like when he goes oh, in, unreal. he's like, yo, I'm scoring. Yeah. And wh- however he does it, whenever he, it doesn't matter. He's yeah. so quick. Providence could not stay in front of him. He didn't play a lot. I don't. I, if I were to guess how many minutes he played, I'd be like seventeen to twenty, right yeah. there. He didn't play a lot that nah. game, but he was very good, very yeah. very good. So um, he's playing according to uh, to Kim Palm. He's getting about forty six percent of the possessions they're playing. Yeah. Obviously, there's some uh, some uh, garbage minutes at the end, but like yeah, I mean. 
Yeah, like Nate Mason is more polished. Like exactly. he, he's the he's one who comes off the ball exactly. screen, knows where. Yeah, I mean he knows the offense. It makes sense. Um, but shout out to Minnesota. Um, I don't know if you saw any of that game, but very good, very good early season game. Not a bad loss for Providence at all. Watch, Obviously, yeah. you're at home. You want to win, but you know. No, and that and props to Richard Pitino for scheduling that game and getting those guys ready because I mean Providence is a is a 28th in the Kim Palm rankings right now. Um, I know then they come to New York, they play UMass, which isn't a, which isn't a tough task. But then they get Alabama. Um, and then they play Miami in the AC Big Ten um, before they. I know they've got a couple other games, but getting a tough road test at Providence in a tough in a tough uh, scenario like that, um, second game of the season, a lot of, a lot of props to that. Get your guys ready. Yep, I agree. Um, all right, next one. You saw Rutgers. This is some some mid major hoops. Very uh, very mid major basketball. Um, Good Cle- seats though. Very great seats. Shout out to Sean Sims, uh, true Bobcat. Um, Cleveland State and Rutgers. Uh, it was my first time going out to, uh, to to Rutgers in that arena. Not the most impressive scene. Um, Talk sure. about that process, though. Like they struggle. Like I didn't know that they had two campuses. No so one knows I will, that. I will so gladly talk about that process because everyone I talked to is like, "Oh, it's no, it's so easy. You just no. get on the train out there. You hop on a shuttle. You do this, and you're right there." So I hop off. I see a shuttle coming up. I get off the bus or I get off the train. I run to the shuttle. I'm going in a complete opposite direction. I'm like, this might not be right. I'm sitting down next <laughs> yeah. to this old guy. He goes, hey, are we going to the basketball Tell arena? The he goes, no, that's yeah. the other campus. I hop off the bus. I get in the cab. He goes, that's on the other side of campus. I was like, get out of the cab. Get in an Uber. Show up right for a tip-off. It's Absolute mess. So, honestly, I, 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 not the easiest way to get out there, but um, and not the easiest basketball to watch. Uh, it was close early on. I know... Uh, I mean, Rutgers, I don't think is projected to do very much in the uh, in the Big Ten, but um, they're Cle- still turning around. We may have a coach on the podcast from Rutgers, but they, uh, but there, there were some, there were a couple guys, little, uh, a couple young guys. They have um, uh, a couple sophomores that are have a little bit of talent. Um, Cleveland State just struggled to score. Um, they and new coach there, and and um, they'll get it figured out. Brutal, brutal schedule for them. I know they have Michigan State and Cincinnati coming up as well, so it doesn't get doesn't get much easier. Um, but most important thing, I biggest thing I took away was yeah, not impressed from the the environment at all at Rutgers. Probably about thirty students in the uh, in the crowd. That's but, it. Um, if you want to if you want to turn that program into a Big Ten program, you got to find a way to get people in the gym in the first place. So especially if you're winning games, they won by almost I know points, so. I know that they've broke ground on a brand new practice facility. So that's step one for sure. Yep. But it is a struggle to get those kids out there. Like yeah. think about it for us, you know, like we went to Ohio U, we could walk everywhere. Everywhere. So going to the combo and like kids are going to want to drink before because yep. they can't drink at the game. Yep. So you're going to want to pregame for an hour, whatever it is, and then walk. And yep. if you got to get on a shuttle, then go across to a completely different campus. And it's not particularly close. No, like it really it's isn't. It's a solid like 10 minutes. There's a river that like breaks yeah. it up. Depending on like where you are can't. on campus, like it's a 10 minute the thing. Of the, I don't remember what they you know call what I mean? rah rah. And, but hey, they're, they're 3 and 0, oh, so you can't knock yeah, them. Hey. I mean, they, they're not. First thing first schedule, is putting so. on a good product. Exactly. They got to so, win some games. And they've got some, some, uh, some, some easier games coming up. So they should keep winning. Hopefully, they'll get some more fans there. And by the time. Big Ten season rolls around, but um, next um, game. Yeah, the next game I saw, obviously wasn't there, but saw on TV, Notre Dame versus DePaul. Um, 
Bonzi DePaul, did, did anyone know? I had no idea their new stadium the first year. Just open. It's beautiful. I'll, I'll give them credit and, for and it. They, like, and they had the problem Rutgers had. Yep. So, like, they couldn't get any kids out to their games because you had to get on a bus and go out there. Yep. And now it's on campus. Yep. So that's good. Um, DePaul looked pretty good. You know, they were all right. But, you know, Notre Dame, every, every damn year. Every year. Mike Bray. We talked about this before, but it yeah. is, like... The absolute truth. There's you, nothing. They lose. Nothing. They lose two players. You're like, damn. Like those guys went to the league. You think they're gonna be really bad? And yeah, then like another summers. white kid comes off the bench and just balls out. This year they have. Is it Carroll or Farrell? I always Farrell. mess up. Matt Farrell. Matt Farrell. Then Bonzi Colson. Yeah. And then um, I forget. Like Rex the, Fluger. The, Rex Fluger. That's not even what I was gonna say. Thing. Who's the blonde kid? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. This is the point. Like. They do, it's just next man up for them. I it love really it. Is. Like it absolutely I, is. I absolutely love it. They play the they same way every away year. So hard at the end there, and it was, yeah. they had no answer. I mean, they just they yeah. look very, 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 very good. Yeah, Notre Dame's never a team you're going to want to play because they defend the shit out of it. They they, they guard the ball. They guard ball screens really well. Everybody's in the right position, and then they shoot it well. They're balanced on offense. They don't take dumb shots. <laughs> they're just they're good as nope. always. Well Probably coached. Shout out to Notre Dame. Um, the next. Next segment. So that's all we saw. Well, I, I saw Providence again on Friday. We don't need to get into them. They beat. They murdered St. Louis. It was an, in the garden. Uh, yeah, in the garden. It was an awful, awful game. Um, they looked really good. Good game for them. But um, yeah, shout out the Friars. But next segment. Drink some blue blood. It was a good week for me. Great. The Dukies. The Dukies look good. Great week for you. Be, a, first one we're gonna go over. Obviously, um, Legends Classic. Duke, Michigan State, Kentucky, Kansas. Um, full disclosure: I fell asleep at halftime of the Kansas Kentucky game. Well, that's okay. I was that's so okay tired. because I, I was so my trek back you from Rutgers, it. I came back and, and got it. home right for the second half of uh, right. of that game. So, you know so what I mean, this we, is what you're the yin to my yang. There I mean. we go, man. Um, so Duke, Michigan State, that was and and it sucked because the whole world was ready to watch Bagley, yep. and then Javin Delorier, your Virginia boy, decides to don't, poke him I'm in his not, freaking not eye. That guy. Oh I'm my God! No, don't, you should claim Javin. He's good. Javin's all, all, good, man. All I want to say is he's a Josh Harrison. He's a Lance Thomas. He's a, he. he what all do you mean? I want to say is that kid went to high school probably about thirty seconds walking distance from UVA's arena. And UVA hey, didn't offer him. There's oh, something see, there, man. Bad. There's something there. You look at his list. You, you look at his ESPN recruiting profile. List? There's about 20 offers about every top program. And that's when Virginia was getting Kyle Guy, the tie drum. They had top 100 kids. Not even an offer from the team right down the road. So there's something there. Uh, that I'm not, yeah, but what if they said we're not going to get him anyway, so don't offer? Or what if he said I mean, we don't know? We got to do some, never know. do some we'll, digging. We'll do some. Uh, we'll do some I'm research. Do some I, we got some digging. inside sources at St. Anne's Belfield. So all right, uh, here we go. We'll do that. Um, but uh, yeah, that game was. Did you first of all before we get into the actual details of the game? Did you know that Duke is 11 and one against Izzo? Basically, K is 11 and one. And the and the last time Michigan State beat him was I think it was in like 03 or 04. Pretty, Wouldn't you like if you, impressive. you would I mean, have never that, guessed that? No, I would have said like seven and seven, nine and eight, like something close. And, I don't know. and they've matched up. I was most of those times are coming ACC Big Ten challenge. I'm guessing. Yeah, always and that. So and like always the early on, yeah, it's not like yeah, it, it makes. I mean, I have a lot of respect for Tom Izzo, and I, I feel like that Tom that Izzo. that that record shouldn't reflect. I mean, how he is because he they, they win big games usually. Yeah, always, it, but. Um, I'd be curious to see how many of those games came neutral court, how many of those ga- games came in East Lansing or I mean, in, in, in Duke. They're, yeah, because, they're all over. Um, but that that is an alarming, alarming stat. Right? Absolutely alarming stat. For Duke, though, I would say you start with um, Trayvon Duvall at the one. 
you know, Grayson Allen at the two. Gary Trent was at the start of the three. Yeah, Gary Trent struggled. He went. Uh, he made the play. He made the shot of the game, in my opinion, when it was tied, and then they swung it around. There was like a minute and twenty seconds left, and he he was one for seven at that point, and he had a, a very bad game. He he hit his first shot and then missed his next six, and then wow. hit his three to go up three points at like a minute and twenty left. It was unbelievable. It seemed like Trayvon Duvall, Duvall was playing a lot. Who who do they slide to the one when he's out? Um, Goldwire. Is it Goldwire? Yeah, yeah it's Goldwire. Goldwire. And he actually came in and gave good minutes. That's a kid from like Pebblebrook, I think, or oh, one of those yeah, high schools in Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. Um, it was a kind of a random signing. It was, a, it was very like a very random late. Because they didn't have his, anybody. His best offer was Mercer. Yeah, and then Duke. And then, Duke, and and that was offers it. his kid, hey. Yeah, it was a wrap. You, you got to take that offer anytime it comes around. So Yeah, it was a wrap. Um, they look I mean, good, though, man. They look I, very good. The, the only thing with them is Duvall cannot shoot. And so guarding him is very – not. I'm not going to say easy, but it's it's easier because you can go under all the ball screens. Yep. And literally the scouting report, they were begging him to shoot. And yep. anytime he did, he would admit, like, it doesn't look good. So he's got to drastically improve that jumper by March. And that – and that so it's of, respectable, yeah, exactly. And you you have to have you have to make them respect you in some sense that you can't just back off and let yes. him. And because leading us into the next game, Blue Bloods, that's the exact same thing I took away from Kentucky versus Kansas. When it looks at Kentucky, you have two guards in Kentucky that really can't shoot it either. Obviously, I love Hamid Diallo at the two. Yeah, um, he's great. He's an crazy absolute athlete. athlete. Absolute crazy. athlete. He gets and up I, and, and down think, the floor. And I think Quade Green is a good point guard but neither of them can shoot that thing hmm. and they've got all the length in the world they gave kansas a lot of trouble because kansas is a much smaller team but K- kentucky you have to have a way if you i mean always and when the tournament comes i think guard play and defense shout out my i know mark tyus talked about that the other day on, on his own podcast guard play and defense if you have two guards that can't shoot the ball you're in trouble i really can't you're in trouble you're in trouble. Kevin Knox, uh, I thought looked looked. I really like good. Kevin Knox, man. I like Kevin him a Knox lot. Has to, he has to be. I think as they grow and get into SEC play, he's going to turn into the guy for them. Yeah, um, no doubt. He needs to. The biggest thing watching uh, watching Calipari rip Nick Richards. Did you see that at all? And that I, was sec- That was probably second half. You were sleeping. It. So what this do? dude came in, um, put the ball, grabs in the middle of the floor. Obviously bigger than anybody else out there. I think he had. Um, he had a couple guys on him, middle of the lane, just puts the ball down, one dribble pull, just gets absolutely ripped. Cal Perry, <laughs> get out! Just put him in his ass. go sit down! Put He's Sasha Clay Jones though. up, didn't play the rest of the game. And Nick Rich, I think Nick Rich is a huge, he's 6'11", 240. He's a huge kid, he's got a lot of tools, but he looks like the guy that's just going to get ripped all season by Cal Perry. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's him, though. That, that's his style. Like, if is. you go to Kentucky, you better be ready to get yelled at. Like, that's yeah. just like. But that's Sasha Kalea Jones stepped up for them. I, he, was really, he was a former Virginia commit. A lot of people don't realize that. He committed to UVA before Kyle Guy and Ty Jerome, which helped them commit to Virginia. And he dipped out, got the offer from Kentucky. And now he's, after he redshirted his first year, didn't play last year, he's finally getting some PT. So, um, interesting to see that. Any other thoughts on Kansas or What Kentucky about, I was guys? just going to say KU. How'd they look? I mean, Kansas, the first half, I, I mean, I like them, but... No, they're, they're good. I mean, it, it seems like a, a typical, I mean, Bill Self team. Devontae Graham is yeah. very, Devontae very, Graham. very, very good. Yep. Um, they're not incredibly deep, I don't think. I mean, they only have, I think they only have like 10 guys that can even play. I, mean, I think, doesn't he only have seven or eight scholarship guys on the it's roster? It's something crazy like that because um, I absolutely love Svee Mikhailuk. I yeah. like what he brings off the, uh, off, off balls, or excuse me, off ball screens. 
um, shooting it off screens and and uh, you open know, as a Buki. I don't know how much he, he slimmed down. Yeah. I don't know how much you're gonna get from no, him though. Not a lot. But Kansas, this is what's weird. We talk about um, Duke having all these big men. Kansas usually has a bunch of big guys. Yeah, like three or four guys. And this and is a very different like team in the trunks. sense that yeah. as a Buki, is your your one big guy. You've got Svi at the four yeah. um, as your as your starter. And then you got obviously Malik Newman, Gerald Vick, and Devontae Graham. Obviously, you get Billy Preston back. It was kind of weird. No one was expecting that. It was a weird situation with a car crash. Yeah. Uh, in, uh, that was in quotes, by air, the way. Air quotes. Yep. Um, car crash and, and evaluating damage. So who knows with that? Um, but it's going to be uh, going to be interesting to see. I think Kansas is good. Devontae Graham is is very, very, very good. And, and he obviously showed that last year. Um, but now with uh, with Frank Mason gone, it's kind of his show to, to run. Yeah, I agree. That was from the blue blood aspect, it's cool to have those those games all at once, though. Yeah, um, I like the early season stuff. I mean, you get them, you get them. I know Coach K suggested obviously moving those games to be the very first day of college basketball. Yeah, put it on a Tuesday and just. I don't have disagree at it. with that. I like that. I, I like instead it as well. of instead of having everyone play, you know, like the football equivalent of a bye game early. Exactly. You know what I mean? No, exactly. And most of the time, it's because of those tournaments. You know, you have to play two teams at home, and then you go yep. to the tournaments, whatever. Yeah, Duke um, opened with Elon, and then Utah. Elon Valley. and Utah Valley. Like we don't need. And like, Southern, I think, was part of that, but they had to play it after. So like, yeah, you, know, you got to play three you bad know, games like, to get one. Start off against Michigan. Start yeah, off start against Kentucky, Michigan, and then come. And then you, then get and then have games, all your home and then, games, and then uh, yeah, 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 go from there. I'm down with that idea. Um, all right, next segment we're going to talk about is why I love and why I hate. This week we're going to talk about our boy Bruce Pearl. Bruce Pearl. Man. Bruce Pearl, man. He's been um, been around the block a couple of times, that's for sure. You've had if, some you've had some matchups against him yeah, in the Bobcats yep. and uh, he beat us. in a tournament. Yeah, locked up Armand Bassett for at sure. the dunk actually. It's that like was. foreshadowing for my career a little bit. Weird. Um Anyway, so uh, Bruce Pearl's in the news with all this, um, you know, allegation stuff and all the cheating that's been going on. Um, he has a, a, a history with this. Um, you know, all you got to do is Google and, and look at the Aaron Kraft Ohio State situation and the barbecue and all that type of stuff. But what we're talking about right now is, and I'm by the way, I'm why I love. Um, so Bruce Pearl came out <clears throat> and said he is not cooperating with the NCAA's investigation. And I I love that because I hate the NCAA. It's the most corrupt organization in America, maybe. We'll have a top five later and we'll go over it. But I absolutely love that he basically just said, you know what, go fuck yourself. I'm out. Like I, I don't care what you guys are doing. I'm out. I don't even want to be a part of it. I'm all set. Um, I love it. I don't think it's now. Don't get me wrong. He is he going to get fired? <laughs> Probably. Probably. Is this good I for mean, his job? Probably not. But at this point in his life, he's made damn near twenty million dollars. He's been coaching for thirty years. Yeah, he's, he's, he can't I mean, be. He's no. got to be well off. So I don't think at this point he's coaching for money. No. Well, maybe. Who knows? You, you never know. But I, mean, I love it. All right. I love the move. I think it's hilarious. I think we're at such a tipping point. Um, in college athletics, I don't know if you. This is kind of going on a tangent, but like thousands of student athletes are about to get a check for six thousand dollars. They were all part of that massive lawsuit yep. against the NCAA, so yep. it was like two hundred million dollars that they're going to get paid back. I don't know, but yep. anyway, Bruce Pearl, I love it. Shout out him. Big middle finger to the NCAA. I, I, and I can get down. I respect that. Um, I respect where he's coming from. I just don't like his background. <laughs> In, well, first, I don't necessarily like his background in general, yep. and then 
turning that into, all right, like I'm not going to comply because he's a, he, he started out the first ever instance he had with any rules violations, anything was him being a whistleblower against Illinois yep. back in like the late eighties. Yeah. Um, try to turn NCAA, turn, trying to turn the NCAA to look at Illinois paying players and, and, and all the guys, it was, um, saying the guys have been offered an SUV and cash and all these different things. Well, you've been. You know what? You know what's remarkable about that is there's a a an unwritten rule book in college sports. Mostly, I, I can't even say college sports because I've, I've only been involved in college basketball. So there's an unwritten rule book is that if you see someone cheating, it's the opposite of this of terrorism in New York City. You say nothing. <laughs> you don't say anything. No. If you see it, you just say, "Ah, oh, damn. Well, I'm not getting that kid." And that's an, now is that I I've always argued. That's the biggest bullshit in the world. I yeah. hate it. I think it's asinine. I think it's ridiculous. But it's a rule. And somehow he still did it and moved up. Most of the time, if you rat somebody out, the whole industry like kills you. You know, like, yeah. you're, like no, I'm, not, I'm not hiring this guy. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. And that's and, and it's weird because the college basketball industry or college basketball coaching world works in such a weird way where it's like, especially assistants, like you have your guys and you're following them and Obviously, especially the guys, the assistants or the guys on the ground, they're doing the heavy, heavy recruiting. You see the stuff going on 24-7. Obviously, you look at, I mean, Bruce Pearl, he was assistant at Stanford for four years and assistant at Iowa for six years before getting his first head job. He's been at Southern Indiana, Milwaukee, obviously Tennessee, and then Auburn. Um, I mean, he knows he knows how it works. Yep. It's, not, 100%. It's, not a, it's not like... He's in the he dirt. He's, in the, he's so, in the mix. So he knows how it works, and obviously, I mean, he's had um, he had his run-ins at Tennessee, inviting, uh, which I think I'll agree with you. It's the dumbest rule. Invited Aaron Kraft to a barbecue <laughs> and got plucked for that, yeah. um, basically. And then the one thing though with that is he's lying to the NCAA. Yeah. So now he's at the point at Auburn where um, I get okay, you don't comply. Your assist, you don't have any assistance. Probably though, my favorite thing of the entire situation, which is, I say, why I love, I hate, I, I hate what Bruce Pearl is doing, but what I absolutely love is this: is that they don't even have enough assistance at the front of the bench that they put managers and GAs in the first two spots. So shout shout to out to all you shout managers. You, you guys Pearl. looked official. Homie was on the front seat of the bench with a clipboard doing a little shot chart. Yeah, looking good. Providing no insight to those players. <laughs> But hey, he kept that damn shot shot. I like and, it, uh, and he felt like a king for the day. So um, I don't get down with what Bruce Pearl is doing. Like I get, um, you're under fire, your staff's under fire. But when you come, obviously you've been a guy to turn other guys in. At least just like play around with it, do yeah. something. So just be quiet. We'll see what happens with it as it goes. I mean, obviously there's a lot to be resolved in that situation. But yep. um, Bruce Pearl eyes are on you. Yep. Uh, All right, last segment of the day is going to be the bottom. 25 so we're gonna be giving you the worst schools in the country as of week two and a half ish um first one there's gonna be a lot of the same conference a lot of Uh, swack a lot of meak um big south is mixing it up big sky Um, conference usa well it depends on how we go but yeah but looking at first leading the pack the, an opening, opening of the, the number one team in the bottom 25, Mississippi Valley State, straight out of SWAC, 0-3, 251st Whew. in the NCAA. They took a 30-point loss at BYU to open the season, followed that up two days later with a 40-point loss to Utah. Look at that. Oh. And then, if it can get any worse, they're playing all the, the, all the Utah schools. 
Um, taking out the Mormon land out there. But Utah State, 83-47 on Wednesday. So Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, taking just 30, 40. Almost, almost get to this 50. Is, They're going to get to 50 uh, uh, probably at some point. I see who else they play the rest of the season. You, you know what's absurd is, and I was listening to Chris Patola on Inside College Basketball, like, I don't know, Monday or Tuesday night or something like that. And um, he was making this big argument that there are too many Division I schools and this is what happens and they don't have the money and budget for it and blah, blah, blah. And I agree. Look at this freaking schedule. They go away. They, these are all buy games because they have to buoy up their athletic department. So they go... Oh, oh their goodness. first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Their first twelve games are on the road. Their first twelve games, they go. It's a it's a college tour. Utah, man. Kent They're- State, Chicago, Louisiana, Samford, Oklahoma State, Duquesne, Akron, Grand Canyon, UNLV, UAB, and then they come home to play Arkansas Pine Bluff, and then two more on the road. They don't. They literally don't play. <laughs> Consecutive a home, home game in 2017. In the 2017-18 season, they don't play until January 1st is their first home game, Arkansas Pine Bluff. I was actually looking yesterday. I was talking to my guy Dante Jackson, uh, Robert Morris. I was looking at their schedule, which I thought was brutal. It was tough. Um, Not even close. I thought they were as brutal. They don't play until I think it's December December 8th. They're on the road at Ohio State, Grand Canyon, San Diego, Duquesne. That's brutal. And, and I and I would say, especially tough. for a team that's had success recently like Robert Morris, it's tough to do. But yeah. when you're a low-major team like that, especially you don't have a big football program, you have to get that money some way. So you're getting those, you have to get those checks to cash. Yep. But you look at a team now like Mississippi Valley State where you are getting absolutely terrorized on the road. Brutal. Those kids are not going to class. Like, oh, they go, like, think about that. You're gone on the road, and and shout to that tutor that that's uh, um, staying with them. But actually, our number two team, though, moving on past Mississippi Valley State, because I'm gonna have to pray for them on this brutal. Or number twenty four. We should. Our number twenty. Yeah, number twenty four. No, they're right? number. They're number two. Oh yeah, they're the worst. Yeah, my bad. We started at one. I actually yeah, yeah, got number to two. see them in person. <laughs> I actually got to see them in person, and I don't know if they deserve this yet. All Alabama A and M. Their right. first game was against the Ohio Bobcats, and granted, they did not look great. But they kept it within 10 their first game of the season. So I, I got to give them credit for that. The, the barometer um, on this is going to be when they play their first home game, and it's actually pretty good. They play uh, November 29th, first home game. George, they get Georgia State. Play Minnesota this week. But Tuesday. that's the thing. They, they took a 104-67 to 67 loss to Alabama this oh, week, um, and they have to match that up against Minnesota, where uh, Alabama and A&M did not have a lot of size. Uh, I don't know who in the world is going to guard Reggie Lynch or any of those guys really in the post. Here's the other thing, too, is why are you flying to Minnesota? There's so many buy games in the South. <laughs> Go play Duke, Carolina, Florida, Kentucky, somewhere where you can jo- – anyway, these ADs, man. Let's get to well, – South we, Carolina. Well, we South can, Carolina State's in MEAC. Just switch it off the SWAC so we can yeah. see just another team schedule that's not in the SWAC. Uh, South Carolina State, 35-point loss. Oh, they play Wisconsin. their first home game this week. Hey, they lost to Boston College 91-52, Yale, UCLA. But then, hey, oh they get a uh, – they get a couple. I mean, that is. They do cross country tours. For those that don't follow low major basketball, this is this is life. Uh, Listen, this is life. Um, all right. So imagine this. Go back right there, real quick. All right. So you, they played Wisconsin on a Friday. So they got out there Thursday. Played Wisconsin Friday night. Eat had to fly Friday night. I would assume you would think, but maybe not. So they're either flying late Friday night, and they had Boston College on Sunday. So they either got to Boston at four in the morning, or they woke up at four in the morning and got to Boston at noon. Yep. Practiced, woke up Sunday, got their ass kicked, drove down to Yale, 
played Yale, and then flew back across the country to play UCLA. Like, for what? <laughs> okay. South for Carolina. That, I'll tell you for yeah, what. For, 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 for a nice little Usually 90,000 to 120. To fund yeah. your athletic department. That, yeah. that is that's simple. And, and looking over, throwing some of their names, Arkansas Pine Bluff coming in at number four, Delaware State, Cobbin State. Our first entry from the Big South is Presbyterian. Presbyterian. Um, they do have Ooh, a win. They, they have a win. First win. They have a win right. against Johnson, Tennessee. I don't know if so that's that D2 can't D3. be Division One. They put 107 points on Johnson. Shout out to Johnson. But Johnson and Johnson. Then now they've also lost. Uh, North their Carolina closest State game was a 20 point loss to North Carolina State VMI. Moral victories. So, moral victories. All right, they're important. getting there, but um, probably the. Is there any surprising teams you see in this? All right, so after we'll we'll ramble through some. After Presbyterian, it goes Grambling State, Longwood, Lancers. Alabama State, Bethune Cookman, Chicago State. Like what Chicago is Chicago State? State? Oh, yeah. Chicago I don't State. Even... I have to pull this out because this might be right. the worst score of the game, oh, or they might might have been the worst score of the year. They do have a win of, against a Division two or three team. They beat Sil- they put one hundred and one points on Silver, Silver Lake. Shout to Silver Lake. I don't know who yeah. you are, but they've given up. So far this season, 95, 111, 105 points, and then an 82. That 111 points came against Purdue. They scored 42. Oh. 111 to 42. There are no moral victories that come from that. There's it's just get on the bus, is, man. Get, get on, on the bus, bus and go, going play, back to go play Silver Lake and put 100 on them. <laughs> That's where we are. And then, all right, then we'll go play Notre Dame and get the smoked. Chicago State Cougars. So shout out to Chicago State. Tracy Dildy. Is the head coach. But, All right, uh, Trace. Good for you guys. Good for you guys. So then we go Chicago. Ooh, Maine. Tough. That's that's that he they're they're well coached. Um Northern Arizona, VMI, damn. Um, Howard, Florida A and M. Yeah, they're always there. North Carolina A and T. If you don't know what North Carolina A and T is, go to YouTube right now and type in North Carolina A and T basketball game foul out. It's the most amazing thing you'll ever see. Oh, it is fantastic. Anytime anyone fouls out at home against North Carolina A and T, it's a goddamn party. Um, one team, though, I will have to bring this up. Ah, creeping, they're trying to creep in that top 25 there. because I'm not coaching there anymore. CCSU, the Central Connecticut, the Daniel Marshall. Yes, yes. Hey, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep our eyes on them. But uh, last thing I'll say on this, the one thing I want is, is VMI. The, I do feel for those players because yeah. not only are you in on the bottom 25, you have to go back and be in military school for every single day. So it doesn't get easier. You're not living the spoils no. of like... You don't get to just go like drink and you're hang not, out. Uh, you're not at Kentucky with your, your beautiful facility and, no. and every day. But um, that is bottom top 25, giving you guys updates on those teams. I, I'm going to find some Stay favorites posted. here. And yeah. uh, I'm, gonna, I, I'm already got my eyes on, on a few others that are, that are going to creep into that. But couple a uh, couple last thoughts for us and then we'll sign off um, this week we got the legends classic or no the legends is done I'm sorry uh, oh no no yeah we got the legends, legends in Barclays yeah yep. legends classic uh, then we got the Phil Knight 80 out in uh, Oregon Which, Dukes. You, did you see the jerseys for those the, people were clowning on them I thought so right it's they're like the they color, the it's Carolina like the color rush suck. it's like the color rush for uh, for, for college basketball um, looking at these give me a brief look just give me your initial thought on what you think from this picture. I, Oh. They're pretty bright. Like Florida's wearing some bright orange. Oregon. I don't. Well, I don't like the shorts. UNC, the all the blue. short designs. I, I'm not a fan of. Like I don't um, like UNC's. But Texas, I mean, they're all right. 
But uh, it's interesting. They're Everybody not all the exact all same concept. Like Arkansas has a giant Razorback on the front of their jersey. Yeah, and most of the other too. teams have like. I do like UNC it. that it says just UNC. UNC. Yeah, that's cool. It's cool to like mix it up. Obviously, some of these teams they're all Nike. Nike Florida teams. is definitely an interesting um, orange. That's brighter than normal. Very so. Um, that's pretty cool though. DePaul. It, it's. Pretty, uh, it, I like them. Be, actually. It'll be cool to see. Um, little, little crush, and then they also have specialty shoes to. Uh, to honor Phil Knight, they're basically just black and gold kind of sneakers. Um, big Kyrie's. fan of the big fan of the Kyrie's though, and uh, and the, the KDs and the KDs. They're, they're, they're pretty decent shoes, yeah. so it'll be fun to watch that. Um, what else we have? We got the PK. Yeah, that. Then we got the Barclays Barclays Center Classic. We'll be at at least one or two of those games for sure. Definitely be at that. Um, and, and then your boys, Virginia's I'll, in the NIT season tip off. I'll be at all those NIT season tip off games. Starts with Vanderbilt versus uh, Virginia. Uh, I think Virginia should get through that. Vandy already took a loss to um, across the across the uh, the town there in Nashville to uh, Belmont. Ooh. They played at Belmont, which Yo, dude, I don't know why you're Who scheduling wants to that play game. At Belmont ever? But um, that and then the other side of the bracket there is Seton Hall and um, Rhode Island. So Rhode Island doesn't have EC Matthews, but yeah, he Seton, hurt his. Uh, he's out for he's four out weeks, for right? like for a while. So yeah. I'm hoping to see a Virginia uh, Seton Hall matchup uh, with Angel Delgado versus Virginia. Kyle Guy is starting to come in his own for UVA. He My dropped guy. 29 against uh, guy, against VCU. So they need uh, they need that shooting, and uh, I'll be there to watch those and hopefully also check out Minnesota, Alabama, and Barclays. Yes. So shout out to the Barclays Center this weekend, hosting. Crushing it. Going Minnesota, Alabama, Virginia, Vanderbilt, UC, or excuse me, um, all these teams, and then Sunday night, me and wifey are going to be at Jay-Z uh, 444 tour. So. Barclays Center's place to be this weekend. Gangsters don't live in no tenement. Dang, that's gonna be badass. Thankful, for um, thankful for the Barclays. Center. If you guys are not following us on Instagram, it is at the Greenlight Pod, and Twitter is at Greenlight Pod One. So go do that now. If you're not subscribed, pound that button. Make sure that happens, and we will catch you guys next week. Uh, full disclosure: I'm wearing a Patriots jersey. Go Patriots! I'm about uh, to throw the Saints on. Go Landon Turner and uh, who dat who dat. Um, Hottest team in football right now. So who the Patriots? Like every year, like every week. What are we talking about? This is a college basketball podcast. All right. So moving on. All right, guys. We will see you next week. Deuces. Adios.